now the worship leaders. Huh? Let's bless God for the ones who are leading us in worship. It makes, <clears throat> it makes a difference. You know, um, we're going to continue teaching on choice uh, tonight um, because we do have limited choice. Um, just so you know, our choices are limited. Um, God's choice is unlimited. And he chose you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, uh, God, God looked beyond our faults and seen that we needed a savior. How many of you still need a savior? Hallelujah. It is something that sometimes we we get saved. And, you know, the issues of life is trying to pull us out of the will of God. And we have to make a choice. And that's where we have a choice to make. And based on the choice that we make in any given situation, there's going to be consequences. In Deuteronomy, it says that you either get blessed or you get cursed. All right. Yeah, it, it is what it is. And so and so we we make these choices and we deal with the consequences. And sometimes we live in, in a cursed situation. But who the spirit has set free. Is free indeed. And now because you're free indeed, you have access to whoop the enemy. Amen. Amen. Right here, yes, right, now. right now. Amen. Somebody say, I got access. I got access. So if you understand that you have access to the king and the king is in you, then you should not focus on the outside. You should focus on the inside. inside. All right. So he, he did this thing. And I want I want to turn um, to well before we go into the um, scripture text for the night, um, let's just read our theme verse. Let's start. Blessed, Blessed is Amen. So it says you shall be satisfied, right, when he chooses you and causes you to approach him, mm -hmm. that you can dwell in his courts. He says at that point in time, you should be satisfied. So you should never complain about nothing for the rest of your life. Amen. All right. <laughs> it's hard. It, and, I, and we, we talked about that in our first lesson. Brother McHale wasn't here. But it's only hard if you speak it to be hard. That's right. That's right. Go ahead and say it's easy. It's easy. All right, because, because in our first lesson, we learned that God will work it all out. And it's hard for you, but easy for him. But you don't belong to you. You belong to him. So it makes it easy. It makes it easy. <laughs> 
Amen. You may be seated. Let's get ready for the word. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. Verse number one, <clears throat> I just want to read a few verses. We'll come back and um, go through it. I believe that we'll get out of here on time tonight. Um, <clears throat> we'll go with the, these six verses. Now, I, Paul, myself am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. Paul I, I want to stop right there because Paul is addressing the church of Corinth. These are believers in Paul's first letter. Paul was raw. He came at him and he was pretty rough with the truth. He comes back. He writes his second book. Um, he apologizes in chapter seven, I believe, and talks to him a little bit about um, you know, I didn't mean to try to make you sorrowful, but I'm glad if you were sorrowful because I'm really trying to get you to see who Jesus is. <clears throat> but here he he comes to him and he approaches them and he says with the meekness and gentleness, because he wants he wants them to understand that he loves them and that he's sharing a word of power with them. He is teaching them in this setting about the spiritual war that is taking place. And how you've already won. How many know you won the war? All right. And if you know that you know, then you ought to let it show. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that because God trusts you. He chose you because he trusts you. That you, in all circumstances... No matter how much pressure gets on you, know that your God is going to work this out Amen. for your good. Amen. Because it says he will, according to those, he'll work it out for your good. Listen, <clears throat> all things will work together for your good according, according. to his will Amen. for who? The ones who love them. I heard y'all singing with your hearts unto the Lord Amen. that you love them. So now that you know God will work it all out, let's get back to the text. Now, I, Paul, myself am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who is who in presence am lowly among you, but being absent and bold towards you. But I beg you that when I am present, I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. Paul was speaking of the judgment that was coming against them because there's always someone who will try to twist the word. For though, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For the pulling down of strongholds and casting down arguments 
and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when obedience is fulfilled. Do you look at the things according to the outward appearance? If anyone is convinced in himself that he is <clears throat> that he is Christ, let him again consider this in himself that just as he is Christ, even so we are Christ. For even if I should boast somewhat more about our authority, which the Lord gave us in edification and not for destruction, I shall not be ashamed. Amen. I want to go back to, I believe it's verse number three. For though we walk in the flesh we do not war according to the flesh mm-hmm. I just want to use for a topic um, only fight God's way only fight God's way this this particular <clears throat> chapter Paul Paul begins and it, it's something because he's pleading um, with Corinth uh, because in the church there is self-exaltation there's a lot of bickering going on in the church and there are people talking about the wrong things yep. when we come to church <laughs> we are not coming to church to talk about who did something wrong. We are not coming to church to talk about who wore what. We are not coming to church to talk about how long the preacher preached. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> we, don't, we don't come to church for our agenda. We come to church to lift up the name of Jesus. If you come to church with a different agenda, you will find yourself in an area of hurt because when you begin to complain about anything, you anger God because he does not like complaining. But when you come to church to lift up the name of Jesus, you will have nothing to complain Praise. about. And so if there's somebody that comes in the church that begins to talk about the wrong thing, you have my permission to grab them by the hand and say, let's lift up the name of Jesus. Understanding Paul wanted them to get in the right place. And he was, he said, in the meekness and the gentleness and in the presence, he said, I'm lonely. I'm lowly among you. I'm, I'm not better than you. And this is not about me. This is about Christ. 
And we have to make a choice today. Are we going to make it about us or are we going to make it about him? When we make it about Jesus, your day will be a great day no matter what happens in your day. I was talking to someone today via text message and the person texted me and said, oh, I'm having a great day. But my day is always uneventful. I'm sitting in Sutter Delta right now because I had a heart attack. But she started off her message. I'm having a great day. You have to understand if you want to fight this war, the, if you start off with praise, you invite God into the situation. If you start off with complaining, you invite you into the situation. And if you get in it, that is a fight of flesh. If God gets in it, that is a fight of faith. Now, which way do you want to fight? Do you want to fight the fight of faith or do you want to fight the fight of flesh? The moment you get in it, fear happens. Because you focus on what's wrong. But when you start off focused on God, you realize he's over everything. And when you begin to praise him, he begins to get bigger. And the bigger he gets, the smaller the problem is. I got another text message. Text message read. Whoo. Every time I get in my mind, I get crazy. So I'm going I'm to paraphrase it. So I'm going to get my mind back on God and my head out the garbage and everything is going to be all right. (laughs) See, when you have a point of reference (laughs) where you can get back to God, you are winning the battle. When you begin to talk about Jesus, you are winning the battle. So Paul is trying to make this all about Christ. So then, verse number two, let's go. But I beg you that when I am present, I may not be bold with the confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. Uh-huh. So Paul says, <clears throat> as a leader, he says, you know, there, there's a, I want to get bold, but I can't get too bold the way I want to. I got to do it the way God wants me to do it. I'm going to have to be humble like Jesus. And so he he's saying that that sometimes we have emotions where we want to do things our way. Am I talking to the right crowd tonight? Especially if somebody gets close enough to harm one of our loved ones. We all turn into these roaring lions or big or turn into the mother hen. Feathers go out. Be ready to go into protection mode and ready to fight. But Paul says, even when you're ready to take it on your way, he says, I beg you to do it God's way. Because if you do it God's way, 
you're going to win every time. So Paul is struggling with telling a few folks off. <laughs> and, and, and he says, he says and, and, and they, they think of us as we're, like we're walking in the flesh, but they're in the spirit. And so they don't even understand. And so that goes back to what, G, what, um, what Jesus said, through, through John, what John says in, in the book of John. He says, he says, he came and, as the light, but darkness comprehended it not. Yeah. Meaning the people didn't yeah. even know who he was because they were so stuck in their way of thinking. And when people are stuck in their way of thinking, don't fight with them. And Paul said, even though he wanted to, that you, we could never win the war if we take it on our way. Verse number three. Okay, he said, we walk in the flesh, but we don't war in the flesh. Even though we are in these bodies, we are yet not in these bodies. We walk in the flesh, but we don't war in the flesh. We don't live in the flesh. How do we live? In the spirit man. So the spirit man, let's think about this for a minute. The spirit man does not live by flesh. Then how did the spirit man Get here. Ephesians 2 and 8. Put it on the board. Somebody read it. As a gift of God. So, so then, it was by grace, but the vehicle that God uses is called faith. Therefore, flesh has been taken over by faith. And faith cometh by hearing the word. Hearing the word of God. Why is it that we get so caught up in hearing what some say? People will give you something and you get caught up in what they said. And let me tell you why. Because you don't have enough in you about what he said. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. And when you hear the word of God, it is changing you. It is beating down your flesh man. Why does God want to beat down your flesh man? Because your flesh man operates by worldly opinion. That's good. 
And your flesh man operates by worldly vision. And so when you hear something from a worldly person, let me just help you for a minute. Somebody can tell you a lie. And you operate in that lie. Oh, so-and-so said this about you. And, and my, the, the, the issue is this. What, here, here's, here's how the believer should respond. What are you telling me that for? I, I don't have nothing to do with that. What are you, what, what do you hope to accomplish by sharing this with me? Pastor, oh, did you see Pastor? He was at the liquor store. How you know? You were there too. How come you can go to the liquor store and Pastor can't go? See, y'all ain't right. The office does not change the man. God changes the man by his word through faith. Did you hear? No, I didn't hear. And you didn't try to mess me up. I don't want any more garbage. Amen. Amen. Does my name tag say garbage man? No, no, no. Yeah. Faithful man. Faithful See, and some of them got, uh, what they say? What they say? Oh, what's going on? See, all that stuff is worldly. It is feeding your flesh to develop worldly opinions. Amen. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That's verse 4. Read it. No, no, read it all. Uh-uh. Okay, keep going. For the weapons, keep going, are not carnal. So, wait, wait. Carnal is flesh. So our weapon has nothing to do with this. Oh, goodness. Then why do we want to fight with this? We fight with this. We fight with this. And we fight with this. The wrong way. Paul says, if you choose to fight by faith, the weapons of our warfare then are not fleshly but are what? They become mighty. Where? In God. So our warfare is not even with us. It is in God. So then, where do you go? You got to go in. 
when you make the choice to go in closer to God, listen, the warfare is no longer carnal. It becomes mighty because God starts moving in your situation. Doctor says, you'll never be able to see again. Out of that eye. God says, don't listen to what man says. Listen to what I have to say. And if God says, trust me, then you trust God and begin to pray coming into action. And God's mighty hand starts working on your behalf. If you believe that it's easy, it just messes up and becomes easy. If you believe that it's hard, it will remain hard. What you believe, you, your faith can bring it to reality. So he says, verse 4 one more time. Uh huh. For pulling down what? Oh, wait, wait. A, a stronghold is like a, a fortress where, 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 where they couldn't get in. And they, ha- they rest in the stronghold for war. And so some, and it's, a perm- it's a place of permanency. And so if you have a stronghold in your life, it's speaking to something that wants to stay in your life and block the flow of God in your life. And thereby people have what's called strongholds because they begin to do things for such a long time. The world calls them habits. But they're strongholds. But it says, in the faith, God becomes so mighty that it pulls down the stronghold that was blocking you from getting into the presence of God. And when that stronghold comes down, he doesn't finish there because you have some mind issues. Anybody ever been in a place so long? That even though God brought you out, your mind keeps taking you back. Oh, goodness, I got to talk to the right folks. Because faith, when you believe God, you'll start to act like you believe God. I'm not the same. I'm changed. You believe God just like you believe this chair is here. You don't have to test God. You didn't test this chair when you came in. You just sat down and you believed that it would hold you. Just believe that God is going to work it out. When you believe he'll work it out, it becomes worked out. Casting down stronghold, casting down arguments. Oh, goodness. Anybody tired of arguing? What you doing arguing in the first place? You want to know why you argue? It's because you are self-righteous. And you need that stronghold torn down. Every time you argue, you blame the other person. No, it's you. If you would just allow God to be who he is in your life, when they were telling Jesus, oh, 
Say something. Defend yourself. Uh, and they lied on him. And all those lies that they lied on him, when he didn't have to defend himself, the Bible said he didn't say nothing. So why do we argue with our, listen, we argue with the ones we love the most. For what? That's carnal. You got a stronghold. You think too much of you. Oh, y'all don't like me tonight. No, I love you. I love you. But I'm, I'm telling you, we're going to get delivered from arguing. Next time somebody come at you with some old crazy stuff, you go, ah. And they go say, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I just got the joy of the Lord. <laughs> do you understand when you do not respond? When you don't respond, you win. You don't got to prove yourself. God has approved you. You don't have to prove you right. You don't even have to be right. Just take on the righteousness. Right or wrong. God still loves you. Have you ever been wrong before? God still chose you. You don't have to be right. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Every, listen, every high thing. When you make the choice to say, God, I'm going to let you have. We got too many handlers in here. <laughs> handlers. I'm gonna handle this. Oh, oh, I, oh, 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 I got this to say. Ooh. We got these handling spirits. We we want. We believe that we have the answer. Do you know? Do you know that? We think we're supposed to solve too much stuff that you begin to argue. And God is so funny that he'll handle, he'll handle the situation while you're talking about it. He, he, he's just like that. Just, just so you can look in the mirror and say, I need help. Is there anybody in here need a little help? So I got to fight God's way. <laughs> okay. And he said, and we get ready to go home. He said, he says, um, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, every, every high thing. And then he said, and bringing every thought into captivity 
Now get this. To the obedience of Christ. God says, if you choose my way, you could sit down and watch me work it out. Yeah, but he's thinking crazy. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. If we obey God, we can bring others into the obedience of Christ. In order to obey God, you're going to have to master denying you. That is something that you should be praying for. When you wake up to start your day, let me, give me, God, can you spare me? I need this, I need that, and I need the other. Oh, bless me, Lord. How about this? You said you're every present help in the time of need. Help me deny myself. Amen. So that I can truly follow you today. Amen. So that you'll be glorified in my life. Amen. Amen. We're just talking about fighting God's way. Amen. 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 Give God a hand of praise. Hallelujah.